are you providing value? Dun dun dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. Before we jump into this episode about value, of course, I want to thank everybody for checking us out, listening to us, following us. You can follow me on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. You can check out the YouTube page at youtube.com slash fightjunkie2006. You can listen to this podcast on Anchor. If you want to check out all the other platforms, the website, everything we have going on, just go to YouTube, click on any of the videos, and go to the description, and I have everything linked there for your convenience. So when I say value, most people think of like money, gold coins, houses, boats, right? This type of thing. But there's a difference uh, when we're talking about that and like content, information, that type of value. That can be very valuable. And a lot of times it's undervalued, especially in 2018 when we're talking about content. So that's what I really want to focus on because I mentioned this in a previous contest about uh, a previous episode about paywalls. So information or content going up behind a paywall. That's simply where you have to pay to access the information. And you see this happening a lot with like YouTube, how they come, they roll out with like their YouTube original series. I think it's like $12 a month that you pay for that. Twitch has like the subscription model where you pay and support the streamers. And so we're seeing a little bit of that. Originally back, 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 back in the day, um, you used to have to pay for website access. Like you would pay for certain information on forums and then that would unlock it and you'd be with other groups of people like business related or internet marketing or this type of thing and it would give you access to certain things you even see that on reddit now reddit's like 29 dollars a year for the gold member so you can see people still trying this model but a lot of times it's the bigger more established companies websites businesses that are able to do this and even still they have a hard time with it people bitch and moan about it because we have so much information at our fingertips for free that we're resistant to paying for content creation we're resistant for paying for information so a lot of this comes back to value on both sides so you have value from the the content creator if you take this podcast for example I'm pushing out content that I hope you guys feel is valuable now you can use my information to go make money that's not always the case with everything right like on twitch if you're watching somebody stream videos and play video games there's no way you're gonna take that information and go make money from that but it's entertainment to you so you're willing to pay for it so that's a little bit different but we're still in content creation and value so you're still getting value out of their stream it's just a different type of value than what you would get from my podcast so I hope that makes sense but in this sense like if I wanted to make money off this podcast via YouTube I would have to have a thousand subscribers and four thousand total watch minutes within the year If you don't have that, you're not making anything. So I've told you guys before, I didn't start this podcasting for that. I don't worry about making any money off of it. If I got a thousand subscribers and partnered with YouTube, would I take the ad revenue? Of course I would. I'm still doing it anyway. I'd be foolish not to. But not everybody is in that same situation. Some people are pushing out content and they're trying to do that to make a living. They feel they're providing value, but are they getting the value back? And that's one of the things a lot of times we don't look at as a consumer of something that we need to provide value as well. So obviously a business, if they're selling you shoes or something, then 
they need to provide a valuable product and then in exchange you give them money well it's the same thing with content so if they're able to provide you with valuable content in an information setting or in an entertainment setting why are people resistant to giving them value back in the form of donations or subscriptions or however the model is that's a question why why have we been trained to say we're willing to pay for a trinket but we're not willing to pay for information or content even though we find that content useful and I'm not just talking about you guys like I said I'm not even set up to make money if I wanted to I have no donation buttons or no uh, ad revenue deals nothing right this is just me putting out content but for the people that do have those things I ask myself what makes people decide to or not decide to subscribe or donate to them is it purely based off content is it based off their interactions with you is it based off giving you shout outs is it based off you know getting extra features on a website like reddit that gives you you know access to hidden forms and all this other stuff what is it that makes you say okay i'm willing to part with my money and provide value back to this content creator the reason I'm bringing this up is because I've had experience with this in a certain sense way early on so I told you guys I've been around forever way past the decade but for the first 10 years I put all this information that you're getting now out for free 100% I never charged anybody for my picks I never charged anybody to go to my form I never charged for anything I'd give information to people constantly and you know what I found out people love getting information when it's for free so I had my forum set up in a way that we had some of the best cappers in the world and that's no joke some of the hardest core professional cappers you would ever find were all in one place and I created that site specifically for that. It's got a lot of news and information on it now. And I do the predictions and I have odds, a whole bunch of stuff. But originally this was to bring everybody together and say, hey, let's all get together, make money and spank the books. That's always been the way I think. Again, I told you guys, I don't think of a competition between other cappers. If you're making a bunch of boatload of money, way more than me, less than me, I don't care. I'm just happy that you're winning. The, the dollar amount doesn't matter to me. It's like me against the books, us against the books. And so created this community. It wasn't big and it probably will never be big because it's a niche sport. It's especially niche, it's micro niche when you're talking about people who actually do this for a living or even do it on the side but hardcore where they're following all the fights, both boxing and MMA, checking all these lines, both Vegas and online, betting both Vegas and online. I mean, it's and you're talking about different countries. I mean, it gets complicated. So the people that are actually doing this and doing it full time or like a full time job are very rare and they're hardcore and they still know who I am and I still know who they are. And hopefully we follow everybody and they enjoy the content and we're still communicating. But what happened was so I had this site set up and everybody was communicating and we would go in there and we would talk about upcoming fights and we would talk about odds and it was a grand old community well what happened was more and more people started to ghost so they were ghosting the site but taking all the information that was provided and not even coming back to say thanks thanks for putting in all that hard work 
And this wasn't just me I'm talking about. I'm only one person. I can only cap so many fights and throw them out there and written or audio or video format and say, hey, guys, this is what I like and this is why I like it. That's why you won't, you know, there may be 14 uh, fight cards on the UFC 228. I'm not going to do them all, right? It's just, it's not even feasible. One, I don't bet that much, but I'm only one person. So we had other people that were other good cappers, you know, pointing out smaller fights, bigger fights, things they liked. And so we had a lot of capping going on on this forum over a lot of different fights, way more than I could have ever covered by myself. So these people were putting in hard work and going in and telling other people what they found off their capping. They didn't have to do that. They could have just capped the fight, bet the fight, and never mentioned a word to anybody. But they took the time, the effort, the energy, came in, said, hey, I capped this fight. What do you guys think of this? Do you look, why don't you guys look at this? Do you like this? This is what I like. And then sometimes it went to a big conversation and other times it didn't. But the fact of the matter is they were there. They were putting in time. They took the time to respond to questions. They took the time to explain why they liked uh, their pick, just like I do with you guys now on the podcast. It was the exact same thing, but it was in written form on a forum. So it probably took even longer. So that was going on for a while. And I noticed it's the same freaking guys, right? The same guys are the ones in there putting in all this information along with me. And so we've got this group of five guys or however many it is that are constantly every single week putting out information. Where the hell is the rest of the forum? I can tell when they're online. I can see. Remember, it's my site. I can see when they're logged in. They can pretend like they don't know. They can pretend like they say that they weren't logged in. They can pretend to act like they're uh, part of the community, but they weren't. What were they doing? They were ghosting. So they would log in, come in, take all the information that all these guys had put together, going back, and never even come back to say thank you. The next week, the same thing. The next week, the same thing. The next week, the same thing. They refused to even participate. Now remember, I was not even charging them. This was free for these guys, 100% free. All I asked was, hey, come in, say thanks for letting me know about this fight. Post one of your own fights. It didn't matter to me if you're a great capper. I had nothing to do with it. The fact of the matter was, this is what we're supposed to be here for. It just wasn't a general forum where we're talking about Mike Tyson versus King Kong. The whole idea was we're going to talk about Mike Tyson versus King Kong if we can make a bet and win some money. So I started to get perturbed with this. Like, what's going on? You guys like the information. It's valuable to you. You're using it to actually go and make money, but you don't feel like you you need to stop by and say, hey, thanks, guys. That's it. That's all I said. Hey, thank the guys that are doing and putting all this work in because they don't have to. And so I put out a warning. Hey, guys. The forum's great, and there's a lot of people doing a lot of work, but too many of you guys are ghosting. All I'm basically asking you to do is come in and acknowledge people. Of course, I would like you to stop in and post a thought or two, comment on something. Hell, even if it's post-fight, just contribute. That's what this community was supposed to be about. I always say a community of like-minded folks. It's not just to use and abuse somebody. That's just wrong. To come in and take all the content and profit off of it and then feel like you're too good to even say, hey, thanks, guys, 
or hey i i had this little tidbit what do you think about this for these guys doing this they were capping these fights anyway like it wouldn't have taken a little uh, only a little bit of time for him to say you know hey thanks for this i looked at this fight what do you think right didn't have to be some long big out drawn prediction like the other guys were doing i wasn't asking for that i know everybody's busy and everybody has certain things going on but i do think you can contribute if you could take the information and go and use it and make money, then I think you have an obligation to provide value back to the community. And this is where the value comes in. I believe you have an obligation to provide value in that sense back to your community that is helping you make money. Well, apparently that wasn't the case because they didn't heed my warning and they just continued to do what they were doing and so what happened i locked it down i booted them out i kept the guys that were there that were actually contributing i booted the rest of them out and i put it behind a paywall so now if you want to come in and ghost ghost all you want but you're going to pay for that privilege what did i find out well basically i found out they didn't value the community as much as they made out to be because they didn't want to pay for the information now. Oh, heaven forbid, no. They didn't want to contribute with just free posting and saying, hey, congrats, guys, that was awesome. That was too much. What did they want? They wanted free information without having to do jack shit to get it. And that's the world that we live in. So I understand how digital creators are having a tough time, and that's why they rely on you hardcore people out there. Of course, I rely on my hardcore fans and my hardcore um, compadres to interact with me. Like, I'm not asking you for money, but it's the exact same thing how I ask you to interact with me on my social media page or to comment on YouTube or even subscribe. I'm not making any money off that. But I'm going, hey, guys, I'm providing you with value. Provide me with some value, which I get value out of interaction. So I think that's a fair trade-off. But some people will continue to eat up the information and never make a comment. They will never follow me on social media. They will never subscribe to my channel. And I know this because I've already went through it with hardcore guys who should have never, ever in a million years acted that way. They know how hard it is to do what we do on a regular basis and win consistently. To ask somebody to give somebody props or come in and say, hey, I'm looking at this fight. What would you think of that fight? Oh, that was a terrible fight. Oh, what an outcome. We really got burned. You know, just have conversation about it. They thought that was too much. So I think that's one of the problems that people are going to face as a content creator in the digital age is you're going to put out content you believe has value. And then you're not going to receive value back. So why am I doing this podcast? Well, one, I wanted to tell you that story because it goes back to any content creators that are trying to put information behind a paywall, I believe, unless they're really big, are going to face adversity. So if you have a small channel that has a thousand followers or a thousand subs, and you try to put your information behind a paywall, whether it's off your own site, Twitch, YouTube, whatever the case is, however you're trying to get it. It doesn't matter if it's donations. It doesn't matter if it's uh, ad revenue. It doesn't matter if it's a platform where you just split revenue with subscriptions. However it's being done, you're going to have to face the fact that there's going to be a huge drop-off, and that's a problem. 
because when you're trying to do it for a living, obviously you have to make money, right? So you're providing value, but you're getting no value back. How do you keep putting out valuable content? And I think that's what a lot of people face. They go into YouTube, they go into Twitch, they go into creating their website or their blog, and they're expecting to immediately get value when they're putting out value, and it doesn't always work that way. So it can be a problem for people that are starting out. And obviously this channel is about boxing and MMA, but it's also about wealth building, positive mindset, being healthy, making good decisions. So I get where you guys are going with this. I understand your pain if you're just starting out or even if you've been there for a while and you can't make any money. And I don't want to say it's because of the niche you're in. I don't want to say it's because you don't have uh, solid followers or people that support you because that's not the case. It's just almost a numbers game now where you have to have so many people that are following you, engaged in your content, and engrossed in what you're doing, that if you do decide to ask for donations, or if you do try to self-promote somewhere, that you're able to deal with the drop-off. Because it's like people hate self-promotion, right? So if you go to any of these forums, even on Reddit, they hate self-promotion. In my opinion, it shouldn't matter. If you're in a boxing forum and you produce content, I don't care where the content's coming from. If it's relevant to the topic, then so be it. That's all I care about. But I'm a bit different than other people. They, they've got to run their site the way they run it. But if you're a content creator and you're putting out awesome content and you go over to Reddit and you try to push it over there, they're going to ban your ass so fast because they're going to say it's self-promotion. But in reality, I just look at is it actual valuable content. You know, if it's about cars and you have an awesome car channel, what do I care if all the content's coming from your channel? If it's relevant, I want to see it. It doesn't matter to me what the link is. It doesn't matter to me if it's your website or if it's just the website you go to every day. So as a content creator, you're going to face issues, especially going forward, because you're trying to compete with all these already established brands and channels. And it doesn't matter if it's YouTube. It doesn't matter if it's Twitch. It doesn't matter if it's a website. It doesn't matter if it's Twitter. You've got a lot of competition out there. And then at the same time, you're going to put out what you believe is valuable content and people may even like it and they may talk to you about it and they may retweet it and they may sub and they may. But if you're trying to go to the next level and actually make money off of it, that's where everything changes. Listen, I experienced it firsthand and I didn't need the money. Like when I switched it behind the payroll, paywall, it was the exact, exact same thing how I'm doing this now. Exact same thing. Like I didn't need it. I don't do the podcast to make money. I didn't I didn't run the forum to make money. I did it because I wanted to be around like-minded people that enjoy combat sports. Same reason I'm doing the podcast. So when I locked it down, I didn't have anything to lose. Guess who lost everything? They lost it. Even if they cap on their own, you can only cap so much. Why do you think they were ghosting? They were fine cappers. All of them were fine cappers. I would say all of those guys on there could make a living if they wanted to, to some degree, capping. But the fact of the matter is they still lost out because you can only spend so much time capping. So they were using the experience and the trust of these other cappers that have been around forever. This group of people I'm talking about, we've been around forever. We're still around now. We are still connected in some way now, whether it's social media or the YouTube page or them listening to the podcast, we're still connected. So that tells you something. 
We trust one another. Even the guys that screwed around and wouldn't post, I trust them. I trust their opinion. That's why I wanted them to post. That's why others on the forum wanted them to post. Because you only have so much time. So you're leveraging other people's times and experience. Maybe I'm capping the Canelo fight and you're over there capping, uh, capping the Danny Garcia fight. And then I post my thoughts on the Canelo fight and you post your thoughts on the Danny fight. And now we got something going. It was a way we could combine everybody's experience and knowledge and beat the freaking pants off the books. But that was too much to ask for some people. So I want you content creators to go know that even if you have solid people behind you, some people just are not willing to contribute. They're not willing to provide value. And then as a content creator, you have to decide if that's something you can deal with and what options you have to address those issues like I had the option because I controlled the website I controlled the form to lock it down and say listen I'll keep the guys that want to contribute that want to talk boxing and combat sports and MMA and want to shoot the shit and go back and forth and just be like I said a family people of like-minded people and the rest of you can just go off and try to leech off the information from somebody else or spend your own time capping and not getting the benefit of all the other information that's out there and so that's what happened now do I hold a grudge against those guys no not at all but I'm saying what was the mentality here because I'm trying to build a community of people who enjoy what I'm doing and want to be around what I'm doing so if you guys get me to a thousand subs and I've got a crazy watch time and everybody loves what I'm doing and I'm getting ad revenue hey that's a cherry on top man I'm not gonna sit here all high and mighty and act like I'm not gonna take YouTube ad revenue of course I would. I don't care if it's a dollar a month. I'm not going to turn it down. But at the same time, I'm looking for value in other ways as well. And my value comes from interaction. That's why I've posted on forums and done chats and done video and done audio and done social media. You guys think I'm making money off all that? I don't make money off Twitter. Go up there and look at my timeline. Go up there and look at, come come watch me Saturday. Come watch me any any weekend. With boxing and MMA going at the same time. Go follow my Twitter account. At FightJunkie.com This weekend, next weekend. We got UFC this weekend. We got some boxing this weekend. Uh, next weekend I know we have the Canelo fight. So go watch it. And you'll see me up there. The entire freaking night. Posting. I'm not getting anything out of that. I'm not even selling you guys anything. What have I pushed on you? I haven't sold you one thing. And if there ever comes a time. Where things are where I'm able to uh, produce things that I think you guys would enjoy. I have no problem saying, hey guys, this is what I have. Come check it out. But that's not why I do stuff. If you guys want to support me by just conversating with me, by following me on Twitter, by subscribing to me on YouTube, by buying my stuff when I have stuff right to give you if you guys want to do it that way that's cool but what I'm saying is sometimes we get into this uh, thought process that we never have to provide value to anybody else meaning we as consumers of content because I consume content as well that's why I tell you the God complex I never want that and I think a lot of us may have that not even realizing because we're so used to people just throwing information in our faces, right? We feel like we get to pick and choose because everybody's so desperate to get eyeballs. Oh, please listen to my podcast. Please, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. 
please comment on social media, right? Everybody's always begging, begging, begging. So we feel like we're something more than what we really are. When in reality, these people are providing value to us. If you're able to conversate with somebody on social media, regardless of their uh, social standing, I don't care if they have 100 followers, 5 followers, or 5 million followers. If they're providing value in a form of entertainment, you know, going back and forth about a fight, you could disagree, agree. Same thing with a podcast or a YouTube channel. If they're providing entertainment to you or like in my podcast, my YouTube channel, information that you can actually use to go back. If they're providing value to you, then what makes you think you have absolutely no obligation to ever provide value to them? And whatever form that they seek. Because remember, some people would not be happy with just getting uh, likes or some people wouldn't be happy with just getting subscriptions or some people wouldn't be happy with just the conversations, right? Everybody's situation is different. I'm unique in that way that I'm not relying on it, which gives me a lot of freedom, guys. Like if I can suggest anything to you, if you're looking to do a side hustle, you're looking to turn content creation into a full-time gig, do it, but keep some type of safety net going in in the background so you don't have to rush things so if that means like you have to work your nine to five until you save up a couple years of savings and then you can go full blast on it and you're not required to beg people for a dollar on a you know a patreon or something like that it's way better because it gives you the freedom just to produce the content let the content go out hopefully you're producing value and then in return value will come back to you that's my theory but the problem with that theory is the numbers the numbers game that's associated with that because I've already experienced it. Now, it wasn't on a grand scale. It's not like I had thousands of people on the forum. I never expected that. So I wasn't disappointed with that because like I said, it was a micro niche of people. But if you're trying to, you know, hit a big group of people, you have to realize I need a lot of people. So when I ask for value back in whatever form, realizing I'm only going to get X percentage of that. Hey, perfect example. Go look at all my YouTube videos right now and see how many comments are on there. I ask you guys to comment all the freaking time on every video. I think my biggest video as far as comments goes may be like six and that includes me replying. So they count my comment as well. In the grand scheme of things, that's piss poor. When the guy creating the content is going, hey, I want to interact with you guys, right? And nobody even wants to interact. So that tells you the kind of numbers you're going to have to have if you're not out there going, hey, guys, interact with me. Talk to me. Follow me. I will conversate with you because a lot of people don't want to do that. So they want to put out the content, put on a podcast, put on a video and then never see your face again. And if you do comment to them or you do uh, like their stuff, you never hear it. You never hear anything from them. I'm not that way. And I still have a problem with people interacting. Why is that? That's my question. Why do people follow people or subscribe to people or like things or listen to things and then never want to take it beyond that? Is it a time thing? Is it because they are following, you know, 15 other people like that so they simply can't comment to everybody? Is it simply a laziness issue? Is it an entitlement issue? I'm entitled to this information. I'm entitled to this content creator's value, but I'm not obligated to give them anything in return. 
And like I said, I'm unique that way. So I don't want you guys to think I'm harping on you because it's not about me. This entire podcast really has nothing to do with me because like I said, I don't require the value. I would like the value, of course, because I simply like combat sports and talking to you guys. But I don't require the value in the sense that it's not going to change my day. It doesn't make or break my channel. It doesn't make or break my social media. It doesn't make or break what I do. But I'm just curious as to the mindset for people that like something, beautiful content that comes out. You know, that Twitch guy that puts out such awesome entertainment to you that you enjoy every single day for X amount of hours a day, but you won't ever kick him down with a donation. But you won't ever subscribe to his channel. The same thing on YouTube. So you watch somebody's videos every single day, but you'll never subscribe to their channel. So I'm just looking at this more as a mindset thing. Like, what are we going on? What do we have going on? And I'm including myself in that. What do we, as consumers of content, have going on that thinks we're entitled to all this information, but not obligated to provide any value of any shape, way, or form? Because remember, I'm not just talking monetary. Some people want other things, like me. I've explained this to you guys over and over. I don't ask for your dollar. I don't ask for your, you know, donation. I don't ask for you to subscribe to some type of ad revenue service where I get a cut and Twitch gets a cut or any of that stuff. I just say interact with me. Interact with me. Interact with me. Because this is about fighting, right? Fight fans, the fight junkies, the guys that like boxing, the girls that like boxing, the guys that like MMA, the girls like MMA, right? This is this is supposed to be the community of like-minded people. So if somebody is asking such a small thing as provide me with value of interaction and and I have a hard time with that, what do you think is going to happen if I said, hey guys, provide me with value of donation. Provide me with value of subscription. Provide me with value of buying my stuff. What's going to happen then? So these are the challenges that content creators face. So I hope for all of you people out there who are not content creators, I've kind of opened your eyes a little bit to the way that uh, we think as consumers and the way the content creators think as content creators because not everybody is on both sides. All some people do is consume, right? You just consume information, but you don't have your own channel. You don't have your own website and your, your social media is just a whole bunch of general stuff, right? You're not producing value to anybody. So you're just consuming. So then on the flip side, when you're just consuming, do you ever think about the value that you bring to somebody else? Do you ever think about how important you are to these content creators? Maybe it is in a sense of you're important to them because they need X amount of followers or you're important to them because you give them motivation and that in turn helps lead their dedication to create more content because now they see their followers go from 18 to 19 to 20, right? So it spurs them. It keeps them going. They're like, oh, people are liking my content. I have a lot of watch minutes. They're giving me a thumbs up. They're commenting. Do you see how that can be very valuable to a content creator? And at the same token, of course, actual money that keeps them alive and breathing and food in their mouths so they can produce the content that you enjoy. So I just thought this was an important subject because 
I like to get both sides of this because I'm on both sides. I'm producing the content for you guys with no expectation other than give me value in the form of communicating with me. And it's already been a struggle. It's been a struggle. Like I told you about the, the forum a decade ago, right? But you can look at my social media page. As long as I've been around, and I think I have like currently 4,200 followers on Twitter, that pales in comparison to so many people that I don't even believe enjoy the sport. Remember, I call those type of people plastic, fake. They do things on the sport, but then they cover everything else as well. You won't see that on my channel. I'm as hardcore as they come, man. You will not see that on my channel. You go back, you look at my YouTube videos, you look at my social media, you look at my website, and tell me where you see a whole bunch of NFL talk, NBA talk, wrestling talk, nothing. Noth it's not because I'm not interested in that. Like I said, I bet those sports sporadically, but I'm not going to go up there and talk and have a conversation with somebody about the NFL, the NBA, MLB. I supported the Golden Knights, of course, NHL hockey because they're our local team. But yeah, that's not my thing. I'm hardcore when it comes to boxing and MMA. So how is it that I don't have way more followers than people that are plastic? That are up there just talking gibberish about this sport and talking gibberish about that sport and talking gibberish about that sport. You would think the hardcore combat sports fans would gravitate towards me. But is that the case? It hasn't been the case. So that's what I want you guys to realize is you can provide value in many different ways. And it's always great to help people. And like I like helping people and I hope people make tons of money off this podcast with me giving you guys your predictions and stuff. But at the same time, we can't just always take, take, take. It's one of the reasons that I always enjoy talking to you guys. Listen, if I'm selling you tennis shoes and you buy my tennis shoes and I'm giving you content and you're making money off my predictions and you're subscribing to my YouTube channel and you're checking out my social media pages. All of this, to me, is an exchange of value. That's one of the reasons I can't stand the God complex. Because people are giving these content creators a whole bunch of value. And the content creator isn't giving them anything back. Right? They won't even respond to people. They won't follow people. They won't interact with people. They won't acknowledge people. It's just totally narcissistic nonsense. And I promise I'm never going to be that way. I told you guys before, once I get so big because I'm awesome and great, and I can't believe I'm already not like totally famous, but once I do, then I'll have my assistants out there, you know, replying to the general comments and I'll be doing what I can just simply because I enjoy the sport. I'm not plastic. I'm not fake about it. But when you're looking at things from content creator and then you're looking at things from consumer, they're a little bit different. So if you find somebody that gives you good content, who's a good content producer that gives you information or entertainment, whatever it is that you enjoy, support them, support them in whichever way you can. Not everybody can give money. Not everybody can give time. Not every person is so knowledgeable that the comment that they would make would change the day, right? But you have something to give, whether it is a time or it's a subscription or it's a monetary uh, donation. Whatever it is, you have some value to give back to that concrete, uh, content creator. So you need to show your appreciation to them just like they're showing it to you, I hope. Now, are there bad content creators out there? Of course there are. I just explained some of them. 
where they push and push and push and never acknowledge. But then you weed those guys out. When you find somebody who's doing what you like and doing it the way you like, I believe you should support them just like they should support you. This is where the value exchange takes place. And to me, that is more important than most people realize because it's insane to me in this day and age, we have social media, but it's not social. People are always just out there either pushing their content or pushing their own agenda. And then you've got people that just consume it without interacting or donation or liking or subscribing. What's the point? What's the point of this? People are supposed to get value from one another. It's never supposed to be one-sided. People are always talking about this. You hear this all the time in, in social issues with companies. Oh, they make all this money and pay their workers this, right? Because what's the problem people have? Value. Going, wait, the company is giving us value, but the workers are giving the company value. But they don't apply that to their own personal situation. So that's very hypocritical. If you're going to play, complain about inequality in whatever form, then you need to look at yourself and what you're doing on your small scale with the people that you interact. Because are you the one that are screwing over people going, I'm taking, 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 but never giving? It's something that people need to look on, maybe reflect on, and hopefully that changes people's opinions about how they interact with people, why they interact with people the way they do, and in the end, better themselves. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.